This is Bad Religion Podcast for Monday, September 11, 2006, Long Songs. This is going to be a long one. You're going to feel like you're doing time. Welcome to the 14th episode of the Bad Religion Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike. You can easily contact me by sending an email to brpodcast at gmail.com, which I've noticed has started to get more and more spam. And you can also leave a comment for everyone to see by visiting the podcast website, brpodcast.blogspot.com. On the website, you can find all of the past shows in their descriptions, as well as a link to the RSS feed in case you don't have that already. Anyways... This week, the podcast finally returns to its roots after a very long stretch of special tour shows and nothingness. Several episodes ago, I did an episode called Short Songs, so I'm sure it's no surprise that an episode called Long Songs was on its way. And guess what? Today is that day. That's right, this episode will be devoted to those bad religion songs that are longest in length. Of course, being a punk band makes the term Long Songs relative, which is why the first song up, the longest song from the album Suffer, clocks in at only 2 minutes and 44 seconds. That song is called What Can You Do, and to my knowledge was the first song recorded for the Suffer album. Here's a version of that song played well before the release of Suffer in 1986 at the Hung Jury Pub in Washington, D.C. Let's go! So you waste another day, got it all around and gray in my head. And you're hearing all the stories about the happy time you have ahead. 
Once again, that was What Can You Do, performed live in 1986 at the Hung Jury Pub. Moving on to Bad Religion's next album, No Control, we find that the longest song on there is the mid-tempo song, Sanity. While I'm not the biggest fan of the song, I do like how Brett plays with the lyrics in this song to make the word before sanity sound like in, making it sound like Greg is saying, insanity is a state of mind that you believe in sanity, and so forth. So here's a live version of Sanity, played at the Country Club in Reseda, California in 1991. Here goes. It's sad to 
Before moving into the next long Bad Religion song, let's take a look back at some of the Bad Religion news since episode 13. Well, it looks like Graffin wasn't the only one working on a side project during the small hiatus that the band has been on. Jay and Greg Hetson, along with a host of other names from the punk genre, got together to work on a concept album under the name of the T4 Project. Basically, a bunch of musicians got together to record 10 songs in the vein of Pink Floyd's The Wall, or I guess Green Day's American Idiot. The group has a MySpace page that I'll link to on the site, brpodcast.blogspot.com. In the meantime, here's their song, 15 Minutes.
So that was 15 minutes by the T4 project. Brooks is also working on his own project called Kidneys, where, according to his MySpace page, he not only plays the guitar and sings, but also writes, produces, and plays drums for all in-studio recordings. The side project has been around since 2003, but this is the first time I've heard about it. He is also apparently going on tour soon, probably when his current tour with Tenacious D ends. Anyways, here is the kidney song Fissury for your listening pleasure. You've made me see the hopes of better world was great. No longer will I need to hesitate. Jay posted some interesting comments on the band's recording practices on the Bad Religion MySpace board. Here are a few excerpts from his comments that I found interesting. He said, It's always different. Sometimes we work stuff out before, sometimes we make it up on the spot, sometimes songs get finished in mixing, adding guitars or vocals as we go, sometimes we send back to Graffin and he records at his house. We try to have everything done with the confines of the recording schedule, but we learned it's not always possible. I would say that we do need to get the drums and bass finished in the studio, as we still use 2-inch tape, analog still sounds better. Almost everything else can be done with Pro Tools, so that allows us to fly things in at will, and it takes a bit of the pressure off. Then he also said, Greg does most of his background vocals right after he does the main track. Usually he will try to get two tracks done a day, and then we do backgrounds at night. 
We split the backgrounds like this. Greg and Brett, me and Brett, Greg and me, sometimes we have all three together. But that's usually more yelling, chanting parts. On the Atlantic stuff, except for Stranger Than Fiction, it was pretty much all Greg, a little bit me, and 1% Baker. And finally... Watcho has evolved from Watch Out, which was the warning in pessimistic lines. And of course, the nightly news will deceive you. Watch out. A user called 534N on that forum also pointed out something I never knew, that if you turn the volume up real loud at the end of Punk Rock Song, you can hear Brian saying this. Yes, Bobby that was the one. Yep, that's probably the most important discovery in the history of mankind. Well, that's the end of the news that I have for this week. Let's get back to the songs. Against the Grain actually marked a bit of a turning point for the band in terms of song length, with several songs clocking in over the 2 minute and 30 second mark. But only one song can be crowned the longest song from Against the Grain, and that song is Faith Alone. Faith Alone has a pretty crazy harmony at its end, with what seems like 15 tracks of Greg going, Faith Alone won't sustain us anymore, at different tempos, but it seems like the band drops apart when they play it live. But don't let that taint your appreciation of this live version of Faith Alone, live at the Reverb Show. Here goes.
So is Faith Alone, live at the Reverb Show. Well, the title track on Generator clocks in at one second longer than the answer. I've already played a few different versions of Generator on past episodes. The answer, however, I do not believe I played in an episode before on the show. So, guess what? I'm going to play a version of the answer on the show. The song is apparently one of Greg's favorite songs. As I saw on the answer, the brpage.net's informative Bad Religion Encyclopedia, that the Graven was quoted as saying it was his favorite song after the release of Generator. Greg also likes to change the lyric, an urban sprawl says choking on his discharge, to the current location that the band is playing at. Let's listen to one of those versions where he changes the lyric, this one from a show in Amsterdam called Promise of Prosperity. Wow, those are some pretty good harmonies at that show. 
Anyways, moving right along to Recipe for Hate, the longest song on that album is Struck a Nerve. However, since I already played Struck a Nerve on the music video episode, see episode 6 on the website, I'm going to play another long song from that album, Skyscraper. This song seems to be somewhat of a fan favorite, as I've heard many stories of the band playing this song after the pit started chanting the chorus. The band hasn't played this song all too often, although I do believe they started playing it in late 2001 and early 2002 to honor the victims of September 11th. So let's take a listen to this song being played live in Orlando in 2002. Here goes. Let's go! Go and we'll bring Last week, I went on a little tirade against the Greg Graffin Cold as a Clay podcast. Listening back to it, I realized I was being childish and petty. But upon further reflection, I came to the conclusion that I was not being nearly childish or petty enough. That's why for this week's interview section, I'm going to take the same interview that Greg did with the woman from the podcast, and I'm going to do a much better job of it. Let's take a listen to that piece of audio gold. Thanks for sitting down with me, Greg Graffin. First of all, what are your true opinions of the Cold as a Clay podcast? It's not fun. I really wanted to, like, this show, but it took you three years to get through, uh, this show. Uh-huh. Don't you feel a little upset that they edited all of your clips together? I do. 
Why do you think they called it a podcast when there was only one MP3 file to download? Uh, basically, it's not a real authentic uh, recording. It's um, something that is from uh, the 18th and 19th century. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm curious, what are your opinions of this show? It's something that is a tribute to the American uh, recording tradition. On vocals, I was uh, very privileged to be joined by the incomparable Michael Bentley. Because you like this podcast so much, would you mind sending us some of your private, unreleased recordings so that I can play them in the next episode? You won't be hearing those tunes, but I will show you some intimate- Whoa! No thanks, dude! Well, that's all the time we have left for this interview. I'd just like to say, um, thanks for, um, sitting down with me, and in the event that you actually listen to this interview, I kid, I kid. I'd like to thank Rat Guy for coming up with the idea for that interview. I hope you guys liked it because it took an obnoxious amount of time to make that. Anyways, let's get back to the show. You're listening to the... Podcast! Well, Infected is by far the longest song on Stranger Than Fiction, but it gets played enough that it doesn't need any favors from this show. Because I imagine this episode will run long, we're just going to skip the Stranger Than Fiction album and get back to it another day. So let's move on to the Bread Free Years and play Parallel, the longest song in the Grey Race. Parallel is one of my all-time favorite songs from the band, probably being the song with the most emotion in the vocals. In the interest of not blabbering on about the song for ages, here's a live version performed at the Seattle Sessions in 1998. Time. 
It's been a long time coming, but I finally have the answers for you guys for episode 11's Listener Interaction Song Clip Contest. Because I'm sure that everyone has forgotten the clips from last week, here they are again. Number one. That was What Can You Do? Number two. That one was Eat Your Dog. Number three. That was My Poor Friend Me. Number four. That one I thought was pretty obvious. It was boot stamping. And number five. And this one was Walk Away. It seems like those clips were a lot harder than the last time we did a clip contest as only one person sent in any correct answers. That person is Thomas Cosgrove. Congratulations. Now let's move on to this week's clip contest. Perhaps it'll be a little easier. Perhaps not. Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five. And here are the clips again. Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five. Watch out for that fifth one. It'll likely be tricky. Remember to send those answers to brpodcast at gmail.com. Let's move on to the next song. This one originally off of Tested. This song is called Dream of Unity, and this version of the song comes from a video of one of Graffin's solo shows in California that I saw posted on YouTube the other day. Here goes.
Moving from Tested to No Substance, we find that the longest song in that album is also one of the best Shades of Truth. Here's a version of that song, also from the Maritime Hall show in San Francisco in 1999. Here goes.
Once again, that was Shades of Truth from the Maritime Hall Show in San Francisco in 1999. Taking a little break from the chronological order that we've been going in for this show, let's take a trip back to 1988 for another installment of Not So Bad Religion Banter. This week's Not So Bad Religion Banter involves the longest version of the intro to Fuck Armageddon that you've ever heard. Let's listen. Let's ask Jay. Did you start the song? Why did you start the song over again? Well, because someone jumped into here and this pulled out like this, and look what happens. Okay. No, you play, I think it's G, right? Where does it start? Fat Mike can play guitar. Is he around here? Yeah. Actually, where does it start, Brett? That's close. Yeah, he's got it. Run and quit! <laughs> you just saw it, the last performance of Bad Religion. Well, that's okay. We're training a new bass player. What's your name? Uh, Ramon. Ramon is uh, going to... That's pretty close. <laughs> Does anybody want to sing? I'm leaving. I quit too. Don't worry, better. Okay. What's your name? John. What's your name? John. John. Uh, we're training a new uh, singer for Bad Religion. His name's John. Anyone uh, know how to play guitar? What's your name? What's your name? Oh, yeah. sorry, someone beat you to it. What, what was your name, anyway? Mike! Mike, uh, sorry, we couldn't use you. Uh, anybody drums? Wait, a female drummer working. I'm sorry. We have to have a female be a drummer. We have, we have, what's your name? Jennifer! Oh, I'm afraid. Jennifer's gonna play drums. Jennifer's gonna have to play drums. I'm sorry, we wanna be a inter we wanna be an intersexual band. Okay, so Jennifer, what's her name again? Jennifer, um Fat Mike, Ramon, and the singer John. And we hereby quit. We'll see you in the pits across America. Do you know how to sing? Yeah. Okay, you gotta start. Uh, this is this is a little song called uh, Modern Man.
Okay, we're gonna start it again. You got it, Ramon? Go! to that song. Since I already played all of the live New America songs that I had during the New America episode, let's breeze past that album and return to the Greg and Brett songwriting creation that was The Process of Belief. Here's a live version of the Brett song The Defense, one of the best songs in the album, from the Slims Club show in San Francisco that the venue posted online a few years ago. By the way, I'm convinced that despite the lyrics in the song stating, no sense, no guide, that everyone in the band sings, no sex, no god. Anyone else agree? Am I right? Whatever. Anyways, anyways, here's the song live from the Slims Club in 2003. Thank you, but I'm very 
episode of the Bad Religion Podcast is finally drawing to a close. The first of the two outro songs this week once again comes from the set of excellent piano covers posted on Sockpunk's badreligion.net site by Stephen and Johnny. The song is the second longest on The Empire Strikes First and is called To Another Abyss. Also, if any listener out there has recorded his or her own Bad Religion cover, feel free to send it to me if you're willing to have it played on the show. Anyways, the last song this week comes from Greg Graffin's first published solo album, American Legion. Well, I would like to play a live version of The Fault Line here. Turns out Matt, who was the one who recorded Live Again at the Big Sur show, also recorded The Fault Line but accidentally deleted it. We'll settle for the studio version of Baby She Will, one of my favorites from the album. And remember to stick around after the last two songs for the upcoming tour dates. Thanks for listening. Not long ago, and yet the image is so vague as a day to label it a memory. There was a show of local color and I felt astray Cause I had nothing to offer but insufficiency And you know that it's a bitch when you learn to scratch that itch A blatant fallibility sooner to some but eventually All gets pointed in the same direction While the human masses and their vague conceptions Obliterate each other with impunity and you wonder what's in this for me
attention due to preaching How can I still avow and depend upon a state That cares nothing for my happiness, welfare or fate And you know I can't explain the commotion in my brain Like a terrifying reality deconstructed but inadequately all gets pointed in the same direction While the human masses in their vain conceptions Obliterate each other with impunity And release the weight of history
Here are the list of upcoming Bad Religion shows. The band will be playing a Canada tour starting this fall, starting with a show in Quebec City on September 18th. On the 19th, they're in Montreal, then on the 20th, they're in Ottawa, and on the 21st, London, Ontario. They visit Mississauga, Ontario on the 22nd and take a slight break before visiting Winnipeg on September 25th. On the 26th, they're in Saskatoon, on the 27th, Edmonton, and the 28th, Calgary, and they finish up the tour in Vancouver on the 30th. If you're going to any of these shows, I encourage you to record it and share it with everyone else. That's it for episode 14. Until next time, thanks for listening to the Bad Religion Podcast. Podcast!